everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Melanie Wise. And this is Jen Otero. In the last few weeks, we have continued our ongoing discussion of boundaries. If you have not tuned in with us, you would not know this, but if you have, you would, that we've been <laughs> yes. discussing boundaries since the beginning of the year. So really all year long, we've been talking about boundaries so far. And I know I've been just really encouraged mm-hmm. and challenged in some of our conversations. So we hope that you have as well. Yeah. But last week, we just really started into the conversation of how boundaries affect other parts of our lives that are not necessarily relational. Like last mm-hmm. week, we talked about setting boundaries around our time. And today we're really going to be shifting gears and talking about how boundaries need to honestly be set around social media for it to be what it's supposed to be. Yes. And so I think initially we wouldn't even necessarily think about boundaries with time or boundaries with social media. But I think that as we've talked this through, and I really believe as we talk this through today, it's really going to hold some some important pieces for all of us mm-hmm. to walk in balance and freedom and just the joy and peace that really we are meant to carry. Mm-hmm. And you, I think we talked about this some last week, but you know, a lot of Mercy Talk is geared towards people who are helpers and, and helping roles. But oh my goodness, when it comes to time that we discussed right. last week and social media, I'm pretty sure that hits just about everyone. I don't know mm-hmm. the stats, but I'm going to just assume that most people listening to a podcast are probably having some sort of interaction social. on social media. Yep, probably. And so we are really excited today because we have a special guest with us. Yay. We have back with us one of our Mercy staff members, Mackenzie, and she joined in our conversation a couple of times mm-hmm. last month on the, our topics of boundaries, but she just has a lot of insight and great thoughts and feedback on this specific topic, but especially today because mm-hmm. Mackenzie also com- oversees all of our social media for Mercy, so she has you know lots of great feedback on both fronts. So Mackenzie... We are so thankful that you are here today. Thank you for having me back. Yay. I am so excited to be talking about boundaries and social media. Mm-hmm, I'm sure you are. It yes. is my sweet spot. Yes, we know you will have much. And it makes me laugh. I almost feel a little old when I say this. But a couple of years ago, if I would, if someone would have said, do we need to discuss boundaries around social media? It's not something I would have been like, yes. Because yeah. it just, I don't know that it's something that maybe had become the challenge mm-hmm. that it has. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it has become at that point created a lot of issue. I mean, even to the point of addiction, let's be honest, mm-hmm. in some people's yeah. lives. And so I don't know that I would have even put those two together. But clearly at this stage of the game, it is something that I think is really, really important. And it's just something to be said about continuing to be intentional, knowing where my boundaries around social media probably need to be my boundaries. They may not look like Melanie or Mackenzie, but exactly. really going, okay, what does that need to mm-hmm. look like? And so... I think it's just something we want to put on the table to get people thinking, because I don't know that it's something we intentionally think about. Well, Mm -hmm. and I don't think it's something that people have, like, I think it's been a progressive thing. Right. I laugh so much when I look back when I was in college, which was way too long ago, but (laughs) I remember that was like when Facebook started was towards the end of my college years. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. This Facebook thing. And MySpace was really cool. And I was like, no one's going to get away from MySpace. It's like Facebook is lame. And so it's so funny to me to think about how, I mean, I didn't need boundaries in the past. I also didn't have a smartphone, so I didn't really need that. I'm like, the only time I check MySpace or Facebook is when I go home at night. I would check it like yes. once a day and yeah, it wasn't what it was. So like, as time goes on, it's just getting more and more and we're getting all more and more addicted and we don't even realize it's happening. Yep. So it is. It's a huge one that I didn't, you know. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't thought. accessible on my flip phone. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it was not. Not so much. Oh, bless. And I think for me, let's just, let's just allow it to be a little confessional time here. 
I know for me, when it's come to social media, I've had to back off simply, I think just as a mom and just chaos and just, I would find myself on my phone, on Facebook or Instagram, Mm -hmm. just scrolling and Mm -hmm. finding out about someone's root canal and that this person just got their hair cut and, you know, this child just lost. I mean, all of these things. I'm like, oh, that's very interesting. But I never intentionally picked up my phone to go, I wonder if Mackenzie had a root canal today. Like there's no real relationship or connection (laughs) there. It was literally just (laughs) me just zoning out for a couple mm-hmm. seconds. We call that trolling in my house. Oh, trolling. Are you just trolling over there? <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. That was, I was a troller. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I had to set some boundaries around that to really go, I have got to stop it. In mm-hmm. fact, I've really backed off Facebook intentionally for myself, but I have found like I've got to put some things in place and mm-hmm. just be really mindful and to know, oh my gosh, if I were to count up the minutes that were spent trolling, mm-hmm. I could have just done something meaningful <laughs> yeah. at that time. Yeah. You know? It's very scary when you kind of take a step back and say, okay, what have I been spending my time uh-huh. on? And Oh, there went an hour of my right. day. And all yep. the random information I now have about practic- yes. practical strangers. Let's be and, honest. And what have you missed? Like, mm-hmm. I think about how much, like, for me, the trolling happened. <laughs> trolling, I a like lot it. When I'm bored, mm-hmm. yep. like, in line yep. for mm-hmm. something, at the grocery store waiting, or whatever. I mean, like, literally, you give me one second, I'm going to be scrolling through something. Yeah. And, and I've just thought, you know... How many opportunities have I missed out on because I was completely disengaged with what was happening mm-hmm. around me? Like, I don't know. I mean, just even small things. Like, yeah. I didn't ever actually really talk to that person who was helping me at right. the store because I was scrolling. Like, yeah. I, you're not scrolling, present. scrolling, whatever. Yeah, I just very, very, mm-hmm. very not present in my world. And so, mm-hmm. even in that, not just it's just the way I fill any empty space mm-hmm. of time is is doing that. So, I don't know. It can hit many different levels. Of course, definitely. Um, but Mackenzie, I think, you know, we have so many things we could probably talk about, but yes, just a, uh, specific questions for you. You know, I mean, what are some of the pitfalls that you have found of social media that this area of boundaries could really help with? I know we kind of hit on a couple here, but yeah, I think as a social media manager, I think my, my lead out on my gut reaction is to have the list of all the negative things about social media. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there are a lot of benefits. And That's so I'd love right. to circle back on that. But a lot of pitfalls and I think they kind of fall into a couple categories for me. I think personally we've hit on a lot of those. We don't get bored anymore mm-hmm. um, and I think that taps in and that sucks you of creativity. I think we, there's a lot of studies of what children are doing today and how they're unable to be bored and so yeah, they have to be entertained and there's not the innovation that a lot of children have and even the growth like allowing your mind to be bored and so I think as people we have a lack of creativity because immediately I'm bored and so I'm scrolling mm-hmm. and I'm going to keep myself occupied and we don't know how to get bored. Mm-hmm. I think there's comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, there are tons and set of studies of what it looks like and I'm comparing my life to this person's and I'm unhappy and people who are have more time, there's correlations, I spend more time on social media, the less happier I am with my situation, my life. Mm. Depression rates are skyrocketing, anxiety is skyrocketing. Mm, wow. You talked a little bit about addiction. Mm-hmm. That's something I think is a huge piece because we don't think about it. There are studies that show that likes on Facebook trigger the same thing in your brain that drugs or alcohol wow. addictions do as That's well. Crazy. And so, I mean, it's, it's an addictive behavior. Out of that comes anxiety, withdrawal, conflict, everything associated with the addiction of that. So that's just some of the, the personal relationally That's we talked amazing. about that. Yep. You're not present. You're letting in a lot more times if you're not cautious, like, yeah, I'm friending that person that I met that one time. 
And all of a sudden now I'm scrolling past and I'm seeing all the toxic things they put out into the world mm-hmm. um, because they don't have boundaries. And so you're losing, you know, just your own ability to right. filter that out. Yep. You lose closeness. And then you could go down an entire rabbit trail of your children and what you're doing by not modeling good behavior in that. Mm-hmm. You're not present with your children. You're not showing them how to filter their information. I think I laughed when you were like, well, I know about their root canal and I know about this. <laughs> we overshare. Yeah. And I think that's a huge, huge pitfall yeah. is oversharing into right. our lives and not demanding relationship. Well, I've, I've been thinking about that one specifically relating to kids. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have mm-hmm. I don't have kids, but I have yeah. been thinking about the future and how I'm like, Man, is nothing sacred anymore? Like, is is my entire child's life going to be mm-hmm. on display for all to see, or can there just be some things that are just special for my family that yep. only we know about? I've started becoming more mindful of that. Just even my marriage, I'm like, I don't have to tell the world what we're doing all the time and That's right. all the cool things we're going to see. Like, why can't it just be sacred and special for just the two of us? Yep. You know what I mean? Well, and do you find yourself okay? So I know that you, Melanie, love to go to concerts, and you and your husband are at that concert. Do you find yourself? I need to make sure I get this perfect yes. picture, or I need to. Show Show this and get this on my Instagram story. Yes. And you're not even in that present moment. That's yeah. something that I have. And my husband calls me out on a lot of like, hey, this is just for us. This mm-hmm. is private moments are for private. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to show that to the world. Mm-hmm. And my husband, too, has often said, he yeah. goes, if I wouldn't invite all of these people to this moment, mm-hmm. why yes. would I put it out on social media? Yeah. Like, exactly. I mean, I know like for us, we have family and it'll be talking about some of the good stuff. We have family out of state. We want grandma to be able to see things. That's there is a place for that. Yes, sure. but there's also a place of like, I don't. Like you said, it's almost this knee-jerk reaction. I've got to get the picture. I've got to get... Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't. No. No. It's, I, you actually don't. You actually don't. <laughs> you actually don't. Right. And I think I would land myself in the category of a millennial. I don't know if you guys would categorize yourselves I'm on the border. You're on the I'm, border. Nope. Uh, I have to say, I never made the cut. <laughs> my generation and the people at the very front end um, of the millennials are the first generation that have not had social media mm-hmm. or that have not lived in a world where there is not social media. And so we don't necessarily even have those filters that we're going to talk about. They're not inbred. Right. But I think we're even just walking into a season of learning. Oh, wow. Here are the effects. The studies are coming out and we're seeing, okay, this, these are safeguards that we need to put in there. Um, But from a professional standpoint, my generation is now walking into the working environment, Mm -hmm. into the professional world. And there are effects there that, that we don't always think about. When you put a picture and you have a public profile, it's immediately public. That means universities can find it. That means that your coach, you know, for your kids, your coaches can find that. That means your employers can find it. Mm -hmm. The story that I think of the most is that there was a kid who was expelled from a university here in Nashville because of something he posted on Snapchat. If you know anything about Snapchat, you think, oh, well, that immediately goes away. But someone took a screenshot of that and he was making a derogatory statement and he was at a Christian university and he was expelled Mm -hmm. within three hours of posting it on Mm -hmm. Snapchat. Wow. Wow. Anything you post is now public knowledge and just Mm -hmm. having that realization and knowing, okay, I have a digital footprint and how do I care for that as much as I care for other aspects of my character, of my reputation, that Mm -hmm. it's an extension of me now what I post on social media. So when you have the on this day eight years ago that pops up on your Facebook, sometimes I look at it and I think, oh my gosh, like anyone could find this. They'd have to really be creeping on me to find my post (laughs) from eight years ago, 
but anyone could find me saying, right. I just can't wait to see my boyfriend. So just uh, uh-huh. being conscious of your digital footprint. And I think yeah. there's a lot of things that you can do to start being intentional with that. But yeah, I, I've thought recently too about just, you know, I think it goes both ways as far as just, I don't know, just what you're putting into your heart and your mind every day mm-hmm. and being careful about, yes, who you are following. And, yeah. and that's something that I've been challenged with lately is just to start going through. And anybody who does not make me feel good. Yes. <laughs> probably isn't the right way to say that like but I really like I, I don't want to be following something that's supposed to just junk yeah. and yuck in my head or just yeah you know it's just like constantly negative like I want my social media feed to be something that inspires me mm-hmm. and encourages me and if somebody isn't providing that then I'm yeah. just not gonna follow them it's mm-hmm. like no offense to them I'm just not gonna follow them but then on the flip side of that I've thought about how you were talking about the comparison thing mm-hmm. and and how there have definitely been seasons of my life where I could not handle seeing another picture of yeah. somebody with their significant other and how special that was and how much that just all it did for me was point out what I was missing in Mm -hmm. my life and so I remember what it was like to be on the other side of that and I don't want to be that to anybody else and I was just thinking about it a couple weeks ago I had some women over to my house for a brunch and we took a picture and usually my first thought is like I gotta post it you know I'm like okay I didn't invite other people to it like you were just saying Mm -hmm. why am I gonna share it with everybody but regardless that was kind of my first thought I was like oh I want to post this and then I had this moment where I was like you know what I can think of two women in my world right now that follow me on social media who are very lonely and who would die to have this community Mm -hmm. and by me posting this picture if they see it they're gonna think like it's just a staff for you like I sure wish I had something like that so I chose not to post it like why don't you also think about what you're feeding out there and Mm -hmm. and, and, you know just the effect that it can have on other people and just being mindful of that as well you know and I can think of sitting here thinking of all the times in counseling sessions that I would be praying through something with a woman and the Holy Spirit would bring up their social media use Mm -hmm. because there's such a practicality of Mm -hmm. you were struggling with comparison like you said Mackenzie this this is something even Holy Spirit is really challenging you to set some boundaries Mm -hmm. around because it is causing this comparison to be kicked up day after day moment by moment by moment you cannot get free and shift out of the anxiety and the fear Mm -hmm. and all the stuff that's attached to this comparison the self-hate that it's creating in your life yeah because you're on Facebook all the time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the revelation that comes from that of how powerful and how much it actually really does hold in that situation and not a helpful way that they're like, oh my gosh. And so once Facebook was cut off or they backed off from it, they realized, wow, comparison really, mm-hmm. I'm overcoming it at a different level. Yes. I mean, I think we really, really minimize sometimes how much of an impact this can have. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even just in something I have to remind myself, but I've had girlfriends that I've had to remind in different roles at Mercy, social media. Like what you put on social media is not real life. Right. It's not real life. I don't post the picture when I'm really struggling or walking in anxiety. Mm-hmm. I don't post the picture of my morning hair and, you know, <laughs> yeah. looking like a fool. No, I take 15 selfies and mm-hmm. I pick the best one mm-hmm. and I put that up. With so, the right filter. With the right filter. <laughs> and so kind of walking out with that aspect of knowing, okay, is am I comparing my worst days to someone's best days? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and just walking that filter. And I have, I have a little sticky note that I have near my computer that says, I will not compare myself to strangers on the internet today. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Just having, I mean, that's a boundary that I've put in my own life, but starting to walk that out and to say, okay, if comparison's an area that pops up things for me, how do I limit? How do I hide? How do I see less? Yep. I think being the social media manager that I am, I'm on it all the time. All the time. I, I am trigger happy. 
Mm-hmm. If, if there's something, I don't even give you three strikes. Sometimes I say, you know what? View less of that. <laughs> I don't necessarily unfriend everyone, but mm-hmm. also I want to speak that out. Give yourself permission That's to right. unfriend the toxic people in your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not an indictment on their character or yours. It's just not something you need to be viewing today. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I think that's the first place you need to start with permission is or with boundaries mm-hmm. is even giving yourself permission to put them onto social media mm-hmm. so good. because it's not a gut reaction and it's not something that our society tells you you should be doing mm-hmm. because you should be showing everything with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but give yourself permission. And I think, yeah, that's just one of the places that I would start with boundaries. Well, and I would say to yeah. Mackenzie, because you're right, you are in it all the time. Mm-hmm. So you see the good, the bad, the ugly. Yes. Let's just be straight. <laughs> Speaking of the good, because yes. I think there is something to be said mm-hmm. that social media, I don't know that I would say it's a blessing, no. but I think there's there can be some good things that come yeah. along with it. Can you speak to that a little bit for yes. us? Let's, let's, gear. let's, let's have a balanced conversation. Social media is horrible. Um, so Cut it all off. <laughs> as much as we have talked about, uh, well, I'm, you know, people are getting less and less connected. There is a connected piece mm-hmm. with social media. I have friends that I'm able to stay connected with while they did a year over Overseas. I was able to see all their blog posts that they were posting and the pictures. We were able to Facebook message and there's different apps that you can use that I was able to talk to them and just things like that. There is a connectedness that when you get choosy the way that you use social media and when you implement some of the boundaries we're going to talk about, I can stay connected with people that I wouldn't necessarily be connected with. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see pictures of my niece and nephew doing things that maybe my niece, you know, my sister-in-law and brother wouldn't think to send me them riding horses right? You know, as an individual, but they posted about their day and so I get to see what they're doing and stay mm-hmm. in connection. I also think that it has a huge awareness piece. We work for a nonprofit and that's why we have a social media. Mm-hmm. We're not in a world where we can not have a social media anymore. But we get to take what we do on a daily basis in our homes and we get to broadcast it. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is so important. Social media is often the crux of awareness, activism, grassroots campaigns. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just so important to look at it and say, okay, this is a great thing. So yeah, Yeah. that's just two of the things that really came to my mind. That's awesome. That's so good. Yeah. All right, Mackenzie, as much as we're talking about social media, we are talking about boundaries with social (laughs) media. (laughs) Not just bashing or loving social media. Can you give us some practicals? Because Mel and I talk about that all the time on Mercy Talk. We don't want to just go, this is our conversation and our opinions. Good luck with that. Mm -hmm. But we really want to make sure, you know, listeners leave with some practicality. So any thoughts on that? Any encouragement with that? How do we set good boundaries around social media? Definitely. I think I have a couple practicals to give you, but I would say before you start any of this, and you guys have probably talked about this on some of your other podcasts, is to lead out with prayer. Right. Because Jen, your social media boundaries are not the same as mine. Mm -hmm. It's not the same as Mel's. So Lord, what is it that you see in my life? How would it benefit me in this particular season? Boundaries can always change. They are flexible. And I think that's a huge piece to take into it. So praying, leading that out. And then second is a not so practical, evaluating your motives. Mm -hmm. Why am I posting this? That's something that I've started to ask myself. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What am I looking to get out of this? Mm-hmm. Am I just posting this because I want everyone to like it? Or am I posting it because it's a message that is close to my heart and I think people need to know about? Yeah. Or maybe it's just a fun thing, but just evaluating your motives. Some practicals is I have a few questions to ask yourself before you post. Is this something that's encouraging? Mm-hmm. Is it necessary? Can it be misunderstood? 
Will it lead someone else to stumble, hurt, be painful? I think, Mel, you were talking about mm-hmm. this. It, you know, it, it's, it's another piece of necessary. And then can it seek attention that I may not want? Mm-hmm. Um, is it, it because sometimes we can post on social media and get a response back that we didn't anticipate. So right. I think like anything, just kind of stopping and counting to five like you before mm-hmm. you respond. Totally. Okay, what is yes. it going to look like? And then a practical could be a public versus a private profile. If you're in a public sphere, then maybe you need to have a public profile. But I think it's okay to say, okay, I'm going to limit who can see my content because mm-hmm. we've talked about that. Sometimes private moments need to be for private. Mm-hmm. And so really evaluating what things am I sharing and can I keep it private because it immediately becomes public. I think if you have children, something that I know a lot of my friends and I've started to glean from them. I don't have children yet, but I'm excited to learn from the mistakes that they've made and some of the things they're implementing into their culture. Ask your child mm-hmm. before you post on, about them That's on right. social media. You post their image. I know some people don't even post publicly their children's faces because they want to be intentional with their children creating their own digital footprint. People that are born right now can have images of them from literally a day old when they finally get to social media age. And then I think it's looking at what is social media age? You have to be 13 Mm -hmm. to sign up for social media. So something that I've heard and it's kind of convicting is if I can't sign up for a public profile until I'm 13, do you really want your child's first action on social media to be a lie? To say, yeah, I'm 13 and make up their birthday. Or are you saying, no, let's take a step back and let's walk mm-hmm. through this together. You know, being very intentional with your child's social media usage. If you are a parent and this is something that's resonating with you and you're saying, I want more information, please, please, please give me more information. We're not going to get totally into that, but there mm-hmm. are so many boundaries and so many ways that you can safeguard your children and not just hand them literally the world. Someone that used to work here, her name is Sarah. Her and her husband have started an organization and a movement called Parents Who Fight. If you go to parentswhofight.com, she has so many amazing resources for parents just to kind of be intentional with their children's social media usage and the connection that that often has with exploitation, pornography, finding things that you shouldn't find. So yes, that That's was awesome. a lot of things. Cool. But those are the practicals that I have for you. Yeah. Just watching your time, watching yeah. the places, being intentional with, okay, why am I getting on social media right now? Am I just bored? Just taking the extra step. Mm-hmm. Can I use something else? And then limiting yourself. Sometimes I set an alarm. Hey, I'm going to be on social media for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Because if not, you you end up down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yes. a really practical thing that I just recently implemented, but I'm like, this is changing my yes. life. Yes. <laughs> I literally just took my social media folder mm-hmm. and moved it to the last screen on my phone. Yes. And I was like, I mean, this is not going to change anything. I'm still going to go back here. And like, yeah, I don't. Like, mm-hmm. there are days that end and I'm like, I haven't looked at Instagram right. all day, which for some of you may be like, that's really sad. And for some of you may think that's really amazing. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, like there are days that I have not actually opened Instagram till nighttime when I'm going to bed. And I'm like, wait, I never even opened that today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's amazing what it did. So if anything, I, I really encourage people, if this is an issue at all for you, or you're mm-hmm. trying to figure out ways to limit your time, like just move the folder to the last screen on your smartphone. It's so simple and it, so practical. So you have to scroll to get to it. I have yes. to work hard mm-hmm. to get over to it. And then once I'm out, I have to work hard to get back. So I'm like, yes. it's just too much work. It's ridiculous. There was it a season of my life I deleted the entire Facebook app off of my phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. that way I have to intentionally go to my browser, ah. log in. And it's a safeguard of like, while you're doing it, the Holy Spirit's like, hey, why are you doing this? Yeah. What are you doing? 
like, Ugh, some okay. extreme moves right Back there. Back it up, like, yeah. I definitely <laughs> turn off every notification. I mean, it's just, it's amazing how those small yeah. things can really have a big impact on it. So I think what we're saying at the end of the day here today is that intentionality yes, is the key. We just said it last mm-hmm. week with our time. We're mm-hmm. saying it again with social media. Get intentional about it. Really start putting some guardrails in place yeah. for yourself, for yeah. your family, for your kids, for your time, for what you post, for what you read. It really has a much, much, much bigger effect on us than I think we realize. And so mm-hmm. it's just way too important for us to skip by. So Mackenzie, thank yes. you so much for thank being you. here today. As always, you are a great source of insight and tips. And we are very excited that you will be back with us next week on Yay! Mercy Talk. And we're going to be jumping into a completely different topic, but not so unrelated to a mm-hmm. lot of what you were just sharing at the in there about the importance of of family and the boundaries that you're setting around your Mm -hmm. kids with social media but you know we've just found as we've been going through this boundary series so much of what we've talked about goes back to just how this affects our families how this affects our spouses how to set boundaries in those relationships and those relationships are very unique when it comes Mm -hmm. to boundaries and what that looks like Mm -hmm. and so we could probably literally spend the rest of 2017 talking about boundaries in marriage (laughs) and boundaries in family so we're going to try to somehow do one show on that that might be a big joke but Mackenzie I know this is an area that you are very passionate Mm -hmm. about that you've got some great insight Mm -hmm. on as well so we're excited to have you back next week and we hope that all the rest of you will join us then